these. So these are where the questions come from. This yeah. is where it stems from. This is what makes it fun. I mean, it's worth it to not get caught for murder. Welcome back to Creepy Campfire, your source for all things strange, the unexplainable, the infamous, and the mysterious. Here are your hosts, Jordan and Ryan. Hey, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Creepy Campfire podcast. I'm Ryan. And I'm Jordan. I don't think we've done an actual intro. It's been a minute. Like that for a second. I know. We've just been like super nonchalant about <laughs> hey it. Guys. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Jordan. I What's mean, going on? You know us by now. I mean, you might not, but we, we hope you do. If this is your first time listening. Welcome. Ryan and Jordan, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. No. Yeah. No, welcome. And enjoy the show. Stay warm. Stay toasty. Stay toasty. As always. Have you been staying toasty, Jordan? Uh, actually, I've been kind of staying the nice and opposite of toasty in my apartment. That is going to get there way too, way too quick, way too soon, because mm. summer is upon us in yep. Sacramento. Yep. So yep. I hope that your AC uh, situation gets fixed up. It tomorrow. depends. It gets mood swings and sometimes decides to work. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, that's a pain in the butt. But it's you're, it's going to be necessary very quickly. It's already it's already getting in the nineties. It's still better than our last place where. Come May, we would move into one room that had the swamp cooler. Yeah. And not leave that room till October. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we used to do the same with the apartment. Like, we had a, I think last, uh, no, two summers ago or so, when the AC went out for about a week and a half. We were just solely in our bedroom. <laughs> it was great. It's great. But yeah, it's always nice when it starts, and then you start feeling a little caged in. Something like quarantine. A little bit, you know? I think we can all relate to that at, the, uh, <laughs> at this point. By now, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah. hey, we're coming out on the other side of that too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we'll be back back to work, back to the office at least in July. So a little date for that. And I think the CDC actually just came out with stuff today saying that people that are like fully vaccinated don't even have to like don't have to wear masks anymore and can pretty much go about things the way they were before mm-hmm. COVID. So I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna do that for people without i don't know we're not we're not gonna go there but yeah that, that, that is not this show it's coming <laughs> it's coming around it's coming up yeah um but yeah toasty in all the right ways <laughs> and staying cool in all of the right ways too that's right um so it's my episode tonight well then uh today we are doing the hat man the hat man who i did not know a whole lot about until uh you brought it up i feel like i like you said it's been it's a, I feel like it's pretty popular mm-hmm. in a lot, across a lot of, I don't know if you'd call it, uh, not necessarily sci-fi, but it's it's popular in the realm of... Um, paranormal? Kind of paranormal, such creepy things in general. Yeah. Yeah. And especially when you're talking about anything having to do with like sleep or mm-hmm. sleep paralysis or anything like that, nightmares in general. Which I'm always fascinated in between that and like, this is like a variant on the shadow people, which always fascinate me a little bit yeah that's what we're gonna and start I don't with use fascinate like admiring just to be clear more just like i'm interested in but i don't oh you don't want to be the hat man <laughs> <laughs> so what do i need to put on my resume <laughs> creeps very how many well. hats do i need to wear do they need to be all different shapes and sizes yeah. is it just the one singular hat i don't know um but yeah so well, yeah, plus you with having your own kind of sleep paralysis uh, situation that back in the day. Yeah, kind of. I wasn't, I didn't have, I wasn't sleep paralysis because I can move freely. Okay. Um, but the weight that you said you felt? The, kind of the, crazy? The, well, it was more like a pressure. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. 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 Not all. It all ties. It all works. Mm. Um, so kind of an overarching uh, description of what happened. We're going to start off with that. So sh- a shadow person, which Hatman kind of falls under the umbrella of depending on who's who you're talking to. A uh, shadow person, also known as a shadow figure, shadow being, or black mass, uh, is the perception of a patch of shadow as a living humanoid figure and interpreted as the presence of a spirit or other entity by believers in the paranormal or supernatural. That's the one I always forget, supernatural. Because mm. that, that's, that's pretty big. I'm not too. good at distinguishing them. Paranormal and supernatural? Mm-hmm. I suppose that's... Yeah, I guess... I know there is a difference, good. but I'm, I'm never good at that... I just need to commit it to memory eventually. I feel like just because super has the word super in it, it has a little bit of a more positive connotation <laughs> to it. It's <laughs> supposed to like paranormal where, you know, you're talking about something creepy. Paranormal is the weird kid in the back. Supernatural. He's the, the cool guy in the room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's into the weird things, but you still like him because he's kind of cool. Yeah. But he's funny. He's funny. So it works. Yeah, it works out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so a number of religions, legends, and belief systems describe shadowy spiritual beings of su- or supernatural entities such as shades of the underworld and various shadowy creatures have long been a staple of folk- folklore and ghost stories, such as the Islamic jinn or Choctaw Naluso Chito. And uh, I was surprised at how, like, they, they touch on religion a lot in this, actually. It's, yeah, it's got, I mean, I know they dip into it a lot. I'm surprised they included jinn in that. Mm-hmm. Um, which we we may or may not go into that one day. Jinn is heavily religious for Islam, mm-hmm. mm, and but it, also has like some sort of a supernatural kind of. Definitely, it's yeah. I just want to make sure we do our homework on it first because I don't want to be insensitive. And, yeah, but it's uh, they're from the podcast I've heard talk about Jinn. It's really interesting, and it's definitely not the genie that you uh, associate it with yeah i always forget that that's kind of what that uh stems from mm-hmm. essentially right yeah genie like the idea of a genie right yeah that's where the the pop culture version mm-hmm. my beloved aladdin version <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's where yeah that's where it stems from r.i.p robin uh um, you did all right will you did all oh right. yeah no he did i mean i liked your i like your music a bit but you're no robin you know robin though no uh it helps when you can animate it though <laughs> Um, so the, um, so this, this majority of this is coming to you from Wikipedia, but I'll, I'll cite my other sources too. Uh, the coast to coast AM late night radio talk show helped popularize modern beliefs in shadow people. Uh, the first time the topic of shadow people was discussed at length on the show was April 12th of 2001, uh, when host Art Bell interviewed Native American elder Thunderstrikes, who was also known as Harley Swift Deer Regan. That's a, that's... So Why would you such a cool name? But like, I wouldn't even need an AKA after the first one. Thunder strikes. Yes, call me that every day. Well, I, I'll take either or. I will be. <laughs> I will be Swift Deer. I'm. You uh, can be Swift, and I'll be Thunderstrike. <laughs> be thunder, yeah. Uh, they're, they're, it's that's all awesome. During, oh, well, I mean, he is the only. Th- look, it's just it's cool. Okay, it's cool. I'm that's all we're saying. Not, I'm trying not to be offensive. <laughs> no, but it's always, cool. Great, great pick on the name. Um. So uh, during the show, listeners were encouraged to submit drawings of shadow people that they had seen, and a large number of these drawings were immediately shared uh, publicly on the website. Uh, In October of that year, Heidi Hollis, and she's going to come up a couple times, Heidi Hollis published her first book on the topic of shadow people and later became a regular guest on Coast to Coast. 
Hollis describes shadow people as dark silhouettes with human shapes and profiles that flicker in and out of peripheral vision and claims that people have reported the figures attempted attempting to jump on their chest and choke them. She believes the figures to be negative alien beings that can be repelled by various means, including invoking the name of Jesus. Hmm. I'm, I'm curious. I didn't look into coast to coast specifically to see what the context of that show is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a talk show, but I'm wondering what, like kind of what, what they were kind of known for, or what they got into majoritively. Interesting. Um, yeah. Well, especially when you've got somebody like Heidi on there uh, regularly. Um, although participants in online discussion forums devoted to paranormal and supernatural topics describe them as menacing, uh, other believers and paranormal authors do not agree whether shadow people are either evil, helpful, or neutral, and some even speculate that shadow people may be the extra-dimensional inhabitants of another universe. Some paranormal investigators and authors such as Chad Stamboth uh, claim to have recorded images of shadow people on video. Hmm. I feel like whenever anyone throws out, it could be aliens, or it could be demons, or it could be from another universe, or it could be fill in the blank, and they give you a laundry list. I'm like, you're just long form saying you don't know. Yeah, it could be any number of these things. I'm like, it could also be teddy bears. Like, I don't know. That's a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> well, and well, and I feel it's it's somewhat it's kind of part of the nature of what we're doing too, because a lot of the stuff that we end up. Mm-hmm. There's not really a super clear conclusion to mm-hmm. as opposed to what the cause is. And I guess keeping an open book keeps you from leaning too hard down a specific bias. And you also get more people involved. It's true. That way. It's true. So I just think like I'm like if you're going after a certain thing, uh-huh. then it gives you a focus to study with. Yeah. But then I know you gotta try to keep from um I forget how they they phrase it. There's a there's a technical term for it in like the scientific community of when you're researching something of not having um, not having your conclusion first and working backwards from it to make it fit. Mm-hmm. But you still have to have a hypothesis to start from. Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say that's so. the key right there. Hypotheses. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but yeah, but then that can go any number of ways for right. sure. Um, so sorry, that was just a little bit of a background specifically. Eh, this is still kind of shadow people, but we'll get into Hatman. This is just like a little bit of a... Well, we've not done a shadow people, so you got to kind of know the tree before you go into the branch. Yeah, we've done a lot of things, I feel like, that... Well, not a lot of things, but a, a couple of things now that, that probably could fit under the category of... Mate, well, they're, they're in the party. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think back. God, we've done a lot of episodes now. <laughs> Have we done like... Because we did the the people that like some people have like see in shared dreams or nightmares, which kind of plays into this too. But I think I that was think part of the sleep any. paralysis. Well, because didn't we have like one where uh, more than one person claimed to see like the the static man or something like that in their sleep? Oh, that it was a long time ago. Yeah, that, might have been a shorter that was in like the beginning. Yeah, y- yeah. Well, I know that, but we I think they were in the same place though, weren't they? They weren't. They weren't far. Yeah, no. but they weren't like they didn't like live together though either. It oh. was it was within a oh. general area, but they didn't. They, they they had no direct link. Gotcha. Which was the weird part. 
Um, anyways, several uh, physiological and psychological conditions can account for reported experiences of shadowy shapes seeming alive. A sleep paralysis sufferer may perceive a shadowy or indistinct shape approaching them when they lie awake paralyzed and become increasingly alarmed. Uh, a person experiencing heightened emotions, such as while walking alone on a dark night, may incorrectly perceive, perceive a patch of shadow as an attacker. Uh, apparently, many methamphetamine addicts report the appearance of shadow people after prolonged periods of sleep deprivation. A lot of this having to do with, I feel like, how tired you are. Um, psychiatrist Jack Potts suggests that methamphetamine usage adds a conspiratorial component to the sleep deprivation hallucinations. Oh, I mean, drugs, period, definitely adds to paranoia. Yeah, yeah, well, paranoia, and then if you're talking meth, you are talking a little bit, you know, hallucinations, so. Um, one interviewed subject said that you don't see shadow dogs or shadow birds or shadow cars, you see shadow people. Standing in doorways, walking behind you, coming at you on the sidewalk, these hallucinations have been directly compared to the paranormal entities described in folklore. Finally... Visual hallucinations, such as those caused by schizophrenia and bipolar disorder. I didn't think that that was a typical thing with bipolar. Although I guess that doesn't surprise me either. Well, I think with bipolar, to to certain degrees, it doesn't it? If you if you have um, what was the first one you said? The uh, schizophrenia. Yes, if you have that, it it don't you. Not if you have bipolar, it's common for you to have schizophrenia, but vice versa. If you have the schizophrenia, isn't bipolar common? I feel like it would be, it? just because, like, I mean, literally, if you are taking on multiple personalities, then obviously I feel like that mood, mood is going to, yeah, exactly. Natural. Yeah. yeah. So this, I feel like that probably goes a little hand in hand. With our armchair psychology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not that good yet. <laughs> Um, let's see. We have... Okay. Um, so, uh, this is kind of like instances of shadow people in okay. in um, like cultural context. Before you jump into it, I thought it was interesting how they were talking about you never see like shadow dogs mm -hmm. or shadow, you know, it's always a human form. And I don't know if that was meant to be like, this is more of a, of a, a mental thing, a psychological thing being... Mm -hmm mirrored uh -huh. but i kind of feel it's that's it's the opposite i don't know I, to me it's more interesting that there's not that and i hadn't thought about it that you don't see like shadow wolves or uh -huh. shadow raccoons like it makes me even more curious as to the origin well, okay. Because then I feel like that takes ghosts off the table because you do hear about ghost dogs and ghost cats. True. But let me preface that with um, the person that was that said that specifically was one of the interviewed test subjects. Test subjects that was uh, on meth. I see. So that was coming. <laughs> that was coming from that. Just like not that that doesn't discount it, mm -hmm. or that not that that discounts it, but um, just that that's to to give it some context. Uh, but yeah, it does make sense. I mean, it, it does and it doesn't that you do only see that as opposed to, I'm wondering if that, how much of that plays into like our just psyche and fear of yeah. like, what's the scariest thing that could possibly happen to you right mm -hmm. now? I've, I and obviously I want it to be paranormal. Yeah. But it's still just as interesting to me. If it's something that's going on mentally. Or, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because, yeah, I mean, I wonder, I would, uh, you know, I would take too much money and time and inconvenience everybody involved, but uh, to test something like that where people that say they have these shared hallucinations or not necessarily hallucinations, but visions or dreams, and they see the same kind of thing to get together and kind of do like a sleep study or brain study on that kind of thing. I mean, I feel like there's way other... uh, there's way more needless studies that happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, right? I mean, I, I feel like they could throw some money into that. As opposed to like a consumer report kind of thing. Maybe get, you know, some, some more psychological stuff going so we can, you know, benefit in that degree. Who knows? We'll get there. <laughs> um, so the, okay, we'll start off with in a 2012 episode of A&E's Intervention Series, the subject Skylar is plagued by shadow people. Uh, sometimes called phase people, and uh, he sprays a mist to unveil them in the refractions of light. He okay. also he also builds weapons to fight them and alleges oh. alleges that they are using stolen technology to telepathically communicate with certain individuals. I see. Now I want to see that episode. Yeah. I think I've seen maybe one or two of that, but that sounds like the crazy like not the not the craziest. Not to be insensitive, but the wild maybe the wait, the wildest, maybe hardest one to watch potentially. Just uh, just that sounds like oh man, this is gonna be. But then if it's okay, so he uses a mist to reveal them. Yeah, that makes me. It sounds more like predator camo <laughs> than right? than like shadow person. They're just invisible at some point. So what would you? Why would you have to? And what are your weapons, sir? Yeah, right? and also, are they working? it's when he gets it's when and i think this is kind of the common feeling but whenever you start talking about a story it's like oh yeah and he makes weapons for them that's when you're like okay so he's just kind of how much free time did this guy have in his hands Mm -hmm. (laughs) it which is sad because i feel like it takes away the validity of his story but then if you felt like you were being plagued by something wouldn't you try to fight it well anyway i could yeah yeah i mean it's not really much different than if you thought you know it was a like a, a poltergeist you you sought religious exorcism yeah it's just like oh i thought that my crystal charged arrow would work it's just a different way of looking at it but it's still um i don't know for me i'm always like oh that takes a little bit of puts a little chink in the armor of it. Well, and it's hard too because when you have situations like these, or any paranormal or su- supernatural kind of situation where you have people that are, uh, first of all, it when it when it kind of consumes their, every, you know, their everyday, their day to day kind of thing, and then they end up, uh, you know, of course, trying to fight it, but. Like, how much did you distort this mentally? Yeah. Like, it could have been real. And it's absorbing all of your time and Mm -hmm. energy. It's like when you have the person that had an actual strange thing happen. Yeah. And then they lied about five other strange things that happened. Exactly. It's like, oh, that makes me not want to believe your first one, when that shouldn't be the case. Like, the first one actually happened, but Mm -hmm. because of all this other stuff that you piled on top of it, it diminishes it. Well, and that's part of the problem with, like, when people have, you know, whatever the initial um, instance is of something like, like any supernatural happening, and then other bunch of other people jump on a bandwagon. 
Yeah. Even if you are having the same experience, you're you're taking away from the validity of the one. I mean, because the initial is going to be the the kind of standalone or maybe the the standard for it. Yeah, standard's a good way to put that. But and then from there, it's just like, oh, okay, this is kind of going downhill a little bit because because it, it always from from the initial, it always gets a little bit more. But what's, then at the same time, on? you still want people to speak out because how many people have had things happen, but they're like, oh, I don't want to be the crazy person. Yeah. The crazy first. And then someone is the first. And then people are like, oh, okay, now I feel comfortable. Now I can share mine. So you still want people to share. It's just you also get the attention seekers with it. And that plays on both sides of any human's reaction to it. And that's and that's part of the problem. It's like we when when there's so many of the instances, you you don't want to believe it as much. But and that, and that goes with anything, not even paranormal. That's just human nature. Exactly. You know, you think about fisherman tales. Like, oh yeah, I caught the big one too, but it, you mm-hmm. know, it broke the hook and it's still out there. Yeah, yeah, you're foolish. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, that sort of thing. It's just uh, it gets hard to like take people at their word or yeah. or not. Get the, it, it's just hard to contextualize everything at that point. Right. Um, so, yeah. So, again, these are just some kind of instances of um, shadow figures popping up and, and different things. The, uh, have you ever heard of the movie The Babadook? I've heard of the the, the Russian folklore about the is that Babadook. Okay. So at yeah. least I think it's Russian folklore. I think uh, I think you're probably right. It doesn't it doesn't tell me the. Um, origin of it, but it was. Or I, I might was made be confusing it with something else. But it, I've I heard. think you are right. Uh, maybe, um, I don't know because I thought that maybe the movie was in Australian, and I don't know if they were trying to stay accurate to the lore. So I'm not. I'm. I can't remember. Could be totally wrong, but the name names ringing bells. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think they made the, the movie in 2014, um, and that's about a shadowy figure that starts messing with a boy with behavioral difficulties. And his single mom trying to cope uh, on her own with uh, neither getting much sleep. Again, sleep deprivation. Uh, it starts with a pop-up book they find in a bookcase. Um, the writer-director says it's based on the true occurrence of a personal friend of his. Um, also, many people who are haunted by shadow people refuse to watch much of the film due to the likeness uh, of the Babadook to their own experiences. Which I didn't know that it actually impacted a lot of people that way. But, you know. It would. Um, going back a little bit, uh, Twilight Zone touched on it a little bit. Of course they did. I was waiting. I was like, I feel like they would have. 1985, man. Nice. An episode of the 1985 Twilight Zone series titled The Shadow Man uh, dealt with a teenage boy who had a shadow person living under his bed. The episode portrayed the shadow man as fitting uh, as fitting the hat man appearance commonly ascribed to shadow people and notably added to the shadow people mythology. Um, that shadow people can kill human beings, but will not harm those whose beds they live under. Never knew that was a specification, but Twilight Zone said so. Which, I mean, they're always, well, I mean, I know they're like based in fact, well, they have many resources they pull from. Twilight Zone, yeah. But they're always meant to be a fictitious Mm -hmm. storyline. Yeah, there were some really cool ones from back in the day, like the, the originality of some of that, I mean originality when it is coming from a an experience i mean mm-hmm. i guess but the adaptation of it is really cool some ufologists a keyword in this in this entire podcast because we've used it quite a few times um 
Which I want to meet a UFOlogist now. We so have to like get a guest speaker UFOlogist. I may have asked you this before, and if I did, I'm sorry. But do you, in your brain, when you're reading, mm-hmm. do you read UFOlogist or UFOlogist? Like, do you spell out the first couple letters? I do. Or do you, like, ufologist? No, I definitely ufologist. Because I run it as if it's, like, biologist, like, as one word. That, so, ufologist. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. And But I understand, like, because of where it came from, UFO, we all, you want to do that. I feel like if you didn't, if you didn't know, like, if you weren't looking at the word, you might not know if I said ufologist. What the hell is a ufologist? ufologist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people might not know. Um... But some some of them believe Hatman could be uh, an alien species observing people. Uh, data collected on Hatman has predominantly been first-hand accounts of personal experiences, which we have a couple. I'm gonna get into those later. Uh, people have described people describe an entity watching either from a doorway, closet, or corner of a room. Most accounts say observation is all that happens, strengthening ufologist claims. I mean, I don't hate that, and it makes sense of like. Instead of let's send Bobby down in a ship physically, let's like project like maybe some kind of hazy, I don't know, version of him down so that way he can like almost virtually observe, but mm-hmm. whatever their version of that is. Yeah. My only that works for me for shadow people, but not necessarily for Hat Man because why would they also be wearing our fashion as a fedora? Because I know the fedora is usually how it's described. Yeah, the the brim or like the wide brimmed hat. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's what I think I saw the most of when I was looking them up. But um, but it's just weird to me to think like why would they be wearing our fashion? Because at that point you're not trying to blend in. Yeah, you're blend trying to in, be you're sneaky. Black with like red eyes. Yeah, but <laughs> but I still like it because it makes more sense to me to send a version rather than like let's put ourselves in danger. Yeah, as opposed to, like, the actual abduction or um, invasion or mm-hmm. whatever they're doing. Right. Yeah, that does make sense. Uh, others claim, though, that they have been approached on uh, or that the Hat Man hovers over the top of them, strengthening the scientific community's claim that Hat Man is experienced as sleep paralysis. I just, again, people people trying to lock it down into one thing, you almost have to keep it, like, a broad going across these certain things until you know succinctly what it is it's like you have to have your hypotheses but not your conclusion uh yet others claim to also see him during the day uh when they are awake and going about their day still other accounts state uh experiencing uh seeing the hat man during after before during after or before a major trauma or traumatic event uh, this connection to Hatman would seem to suggest a spiritual or emotion-driven aspect to the shade or shadow figure not always accounted for. So, that's, uh, you know, again, could be anything at that point. Right. Physical accounts of Hatman are that he appears with male-defined characteristics. Uh, Hatman is completely is a completely dark entity, most similar to what people would more easily identify as a shadow person. Uh, he wears a fedora or some type of long brimmed hat. Um, he appears to be wearing some some type of coat often described as a trench coat. Some accounts say he has red eyes. However, most people uh, say much like his clothing, his face is obscured and they can make out a general outline of where he's located. Um, witnesses describe his height as about six feet tall. Generic guy. Yeah. I always try to over picture these things in my head. And at first I'm like, 
well, how do you know it's like male characteristics? Because it's a shadowy silhouette. But then I guess like broad shoulders could be as commonly defined as male. And maybe not so cur- cur- curvaceous or... I mean, not that that necessarily entails We're like, one we're the broad other, in the shoulders. Ladies are typically described as broad in the hips. Uh-huh. For various biological reasons. Yeah. No, I mean, it's not like you you can see a shadow penis or anything. <laughs> that, that's what I was, was trying to... That's what we're getting at. Yeah. That's what we're trying to avoid. But, <laughs> but I... It's funny. I, I always picture... I know fedora is said... Mm-hmm. It, it's funny because I feel like when I read a, a, a description of Hatman, in the description they say fedora, but when I read encounters, they always say wide brimmed hat, yep. which I don't associate with the fedora. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's the fedora's got like a, t- a specific shape. Yeah, it's kind of small, tucked in, little yeah. curve on the side. Mm-hmm. But I always hear wide brimmed in the actual accounts, in the trench coat, like you said. So in my brain, I'm always like. It's a picture like a desperado, old western dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. That's yeah. where I go straight to. Because I'm like, it's either desperado or it's, um, oh, uh, the mysterious stranger from Fallout. And if you're a Fallout fan, you'll yes. get that. Yes, is what I picture as well. So. Yeah, definitely. Why can't? Oh man, mysterious stranger. Oh, he yeah, he shows up in a trench coat and a hat. Doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah, it's a perk you can get. Yeah, so yeah. that way, like you know, they'll pop out out of nowhere and just bam, get the uh-huh. one shot. And that's when you're doing the the vats. Okay, we're gonna nerd out, guys. So that's when you're doing the vats, right? Mm-hmm. He just pops out on you. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Shut up. We love, we love Fallout. Okay, get out of here. God, that was part of what, like, I feel like maybe some of part of why the show exists, Mothman and stuff like that. Where some of the some of the stuff that came. Well, I mean, not specifically, but we had the idea for this, and then some things stemmed from well, i've been a weirdo a long time <laughs> i've watched all like when i was a kid loved any time history channel threw on the bigfoot mm-hmm. show shows and all the ancient aliens so it's been a long time brewing yeah but fallout lent to it that's great that's great bethesda you're keep it up keep it up so the hat man's face is also usually indistinguishable but many who ha- uh, who he has visited have claimed he has glowing red eyes unlike other shadow people uh, there have also been reports that Hatman carries a gold watch attached by a chain to his belt and will occasionally look at it. That's a new one. Checking the time, I guess. I don't know. Your time's almost up. <laughs> keep, keep that in mind, actually. Uh, people who claim that Hatman has attacked them tell stories about being jumped on or choked and have experienced burning in their chest or tingling on their scalp. Wow. Interesting. I see. I've never heard that. I've only heard, heard of scalp. him chilling over in the corner, not jumping on you, or at like most lurking right next to your bed, but mm-hmm. or well, floating above you. I guess only one I've heard jumping on you is the the old hag, mm-hmm. which I think we touched on a couple times. Yeah. Um, well, plus you. Well, again, kind of alludes to your mm-hmm. your situation. Uh, he tends to stay longer than most shadow people as well, uh, and has been spotted watching people in the mirror bending over them while they sleep or just hanging out in the corner with a creepy smile on his face. It's kind of a rehash of the description already. Sorry, but I want to know what the smile looks like. I feel like that's yeah, not, if you're not, able to make it out, not described enough. Like, is it like you, you just some like pearly whites show up or is it like you kind of see the creases and shadows within the shadow of a smile? Does that make sense? Yeah. 
Like, what, how like can if you, you tell? were in like a bodysuit and mm-hmm. someone smiles, you can kind of still see just the darker shadows and things. Yeah, because I mean, you're not gonna, you're probably not gonna be able to tell from his red eyes if he's um, smiling or not. Yeah. So, uh, in many cases, the Hatman seems to be hanging around areas where there are negative emotions taking place, such as households that have experienced domestic abuse, fighting, or depressed family members, or meth, or meth, <laughs> drugs play into that. Uh, some people believe the hat man is a demon sent to bring those who are about to die to hell. Others think he is demonic in general. Back to Heidi Hollis, who was the, um, the guest speaker on the coast to coast you mentioned. Um, Heidi Hollis may be able to back that up with a story. Uh, a German soldier told her about witnessing hat man asking who he was and being told scratch an old nickname for the devil. Uh, I guess the the soldier asked the hat man what his name was. He said Scratch. My, I have never heard of that in reference to hmm. any demon, but probably. An, I mean, I feel like it's an older thing. It must. It must be. But I mean, I I, I like it. I, I've heard a lot of uh, ways the devil will manifest, and that feels like something he'd do. Trench coat, the hat, mm-hmm. chilling in the corner with my gold watch. Red eyes. You know, it feels very like devil. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what's the song? Very um, menacing for De- sure. Devil down in Georgia, kind of. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's his theme song. You hear that run? Um, the uh, Hollis also recounted the story of a suicidal man who woke uh, woke to find himself in the hospital and the hat man close by. According to the story, the hat man quickly disappeared after the man woke up, but not before saying, I almost had you. A.K.A. your time's almost up kind of thing. Is it just the Krug? Is it the Krug? <laughs> I mean, he had a big hat. I know, right? Red, he messed red, with your dreams. Stripes. I mean, yeah. Fashion sense. It, he's yeah. just dark, so you can't see the colors on the sweater. Yeah. <laughs> or, I mean, that's his alter ego. He just throws on the trench coat and goes out messing mm-hmm. with people. Like know. like Raphael, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Didn't he do that, too? Wouldn't he, like, suit up and then go out and... and just throw on the trench coat. Like, I'm sick of you guys. Yeah. Salty. I love it. Uh, people can usually feel when they're being watched, uh, and a gaze from the hat man is no exception. Many have also noted a very dark energy emitted from him and said they immediately knew he was extremely evil and very likely wanted to kill them. That would be scary. I... I've never felt anything like that, I suppose. So, I just wonder, is that your own fear manifesting? Or is that, like, he really did give you give that impression? Because, like, if you wake up and, I don't know, if I don't know you and you wake up and I'm standing in your corner, you're probably going to be pretty freaked out thinking I'm there to kill you too. Yeah. Just because of the circumstance. You so, wake up and any, any person who's not supposed to be there is there. You're going to have some questions. Yeah, so I'm like, is it the circumstance making you feel that way? Or is he really over there in the corner like, mm, like it's time. Yep. I'm going to get you. Yeah, what, what what vibes has he given off? That are, is he like, does he have like a blade and he's glinting it at you or something like that? He's like, oh, it's coming. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Which he might. He might. It could. Yeah. You know? But nobody said anything, so not specific to that. Uh, some get the feeling that Hatman is enjoying their fear and actually feeding off of it, which is another now kind, that of, I can, kind of fun possibility. I can kind of get that. Mm-hmm. 
And that's, you mentioned that he lingers longer than other shadow people, so I feel like that could be kind of a nod to that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like he's lingering because he's really having a good time with it. Yeah. Like, yeah, be scared. Literally feeding off of it, maybe, Mm -hmm. like living off of it. It's possible, however, that since people who witness Hatman are usually already in a fearful, angry, or other emotionally charged state, thanks to whatever negative thing is going on in their life, uh, they associate Hatman with their negative feelings. Which makes sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly what you're alluding to. Because he appears in so many different situations, and occasionally to several people in the same family, there isn't really a clear explanation if he's truly evil and why he appears to so many. Oh, I... Ooh. I hadn't heard about the multiple visits to one family. No, me but, either. Uh, maybe one of those. I and like, I understand counts. the whole family's under the same stress, but I don't think that means like, oh, dad's out of work, so we're all stressed about it. Mm-hmm. So we're all going to imagine a shadow person. We're like, I don't feel like that's that. how that manifests. Yeah. Now I think at least it, not every time. I think it could give you a heightened fear when you are put in a stressful situation. Yeah. But I don't think. Heightens your fight or flight a little bit, maybe. Exactly. I don't think it means, like, little Susie and Mom are both going to imagine a shadow person at separate times. I don't think that's how that translates. Well, yeah, because they're both going to process that differently, too. I, yeah. I mean, you got a little kid who's not necessarily going to know what's going on. They're, not, they're probably not going to absorb it the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, you need to tackle the shadow man exactly like Major Pain. When in doubt, do it just like he does. When there's when there's a monster in the closet or in the room, you go in there with with your gun and you just start busting shots. <laughs> <laughs> but and, wait, where's little Susie? And in the immortal words of Major Payne, if he's still in there, he ain't happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's full of holes. Was that the was that the Wayans movie? Yes. Mar- is that not uh, Marlon? That's a uh, Damon. No. Isn't that Damon? No, hold on. I never remember it, but he's my favorite one of the brothers. So funny. That that movie is like my ultimate like ten year old movie. Yeah, ha- like if you have to go into that with the mind of a ten year old. Damon. It yeah, Damon. yeah, it was yeah. Damon. Yeah, I know there's Marlon, Damon, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Kevin's the other one in the in White Chicks, right? Besides Marlon, I think. Kevin Wayans. I don't know. <laughs> oh, there, oh, there's two Damons. We digress. Oh, wait, no, there's Damon Jr. So many, so many Waynes. So many Waynes. So many Waynes. But yes, that's that's my pop cultural reference for the 47th time today. I feel like they are under very underappreciated as a family, unfortunately. Um, so kind of going into the sleep paralysis uh, aspect slash link to it. Um, sleep paralysis is a sleep disorder that scientists believe may be caused by a disturbed REM sleep cycle, just like the deeper sleep. Uh, people who experience this physically, people who experience this physically harmless but psychologically terrifying experience are fully awake but unable, but unable to move. They may also have hypnagogic, which I think we've said once before on this, and that we was the did. only time that I've was, heard that word. Yeah, that was the very first episode. It was hypnagogic and hypnagogic. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. What? There was two. There's one when you're waking and one when you're falling. Either way, you're talking about the one when you're waking, hypnagogic. Uh, yes, yeah. Hypnagogic uh, hallucinations as they are trapped between being asleep and being awake and might see things like shadow people or the hat man specifically. Uh, these hallucinations can obviously be quite scary. 
uh, and even more terrifying when the person experiencing them is unable to move. Scientists have no final explanation for why so many people see the same creepy apparitions, though. So that is kind of a thing where people see the same, mm-hmm. the same instance. Many people experience shadow people and the hat man when they are awake as well, so the idea of sleep paralysis doesn't completely account for the phenomenon. Right. Um, although the hat man can seemingly appear at any time of day in any location, many encounters people recount have taken place in bedrooms with a large amount of sightings occurring in basements. Why this Ooh. is the case isn't entirely clear. And definitely, but don't mess with basements. No. Scary. Um, but since many basements are dark and scary to begin with, it makes sense. Considering many encounters with the hat man take place when the person visited is about to go to sleep, has just woken up, or is already asleep, the hat man appearing in a bedroom makes sense as well. I think any person that had a basement that's slightly paranoid agrees. If you have a basement, you need to have that light switch at the top of the stairs. Oh, yeah. No, it's, I'm not going down there if it's not. It's it was it's the worst when you got to go all the way down the dark stairs and then into the room and turn the light on. If I'm looking down that hall, that semi-vertical hallway, and it's pitch black at the end of it, I'm not walking into that. I'm really salty no. we didn't have phones with flashlights as a kid. Because that would have made that experience much better. Because I was always like, I don't want to go. Like, I did it. Yeah. Because I want to go down there and, and play PlayStation 1 on the, on the big screen TV. Uh-huh. But I didn't like it. <laughs> you guys had the TV in the basement? Yeah, yeah. That was like our entertainment room was down that makes me sound rich. Yes, that's where the living room was. That's cool. I was gonna say. I mean, I was. I feel like most kids would be like something that they have to do for their chores is something down there or something. No, because like in the in the East Coast and especially like we were on the very end of Tornado Alley, mm-hmm. so all places like that usually you had a basement. They're that, cute. They're big. The really big in the in the Midwest, right? Yeah. Kind of so familiar. you. It, I mean, it's just. An, it, it was always the cool floor of the house. Mm-hmm. You know, you had the main entertaining area on the first floor, maybe the bedrooms, and or the bedrooms would be on the second floor. But the basement was where it was at. Mm-hmm. Like that's where all the fun stuff, the pool tables, the the big TVs, the game rooms. That's all the basements. That's where you wanted to be. Yeah. And also, if like, you know, the weather decided to give you some craps. That's where you went to chill down there, not die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean Tornado Alley and all that stuff like that. Got to have your basement ready. Um, lots of witnesses have met the Hat Man when they were children, and kept the stories to themselves for many years, either because they didn't want to be thought of as crazy or they didn't rationally believe the story themselves. So that is kind of the background of the Hat Man. Okay, so now we have accounts. Okay. First-hand accounts. This is fun. Uh, we'll start with one that I one that I found on weekinweird.com. And it was just a solo one, like kind of a one-off, so I wanted to share that too. Um, so, who is this coming from? So this is by uh, Greg Newkirk back in 2016. Uh, witness report i remember the day the terrifying ghost of the hat man came to visit that's what it's titled so there's no shortage of eyewitness reports of ghostly phenomena that filter in from throughout the globe but there's one strange pattern that has continued to emerge visits from the mysterious hat man while most people's personal tales of hauntings are varied enough to be considered unique entities there is a growing number of people who report encountering a similar entity particularly as children 
the latest eyewitness report to reach the desk here at weird at the week and weird comes from dan in wisconsin um that was wait oh grip sorry dan and dan is the actual story this is written by greg newkirk um coming from dan in wisconsin who says he's had uh, several terrifying run-ins with the hat man so this is from dan in wisconsin at 13 i got in a huge fight with my parents over something stupid having to do with halloween as we all do because we're all just so freaking hyped on that night and if the parents do anything anything out of order throws the whole day off um stupid having to do with halloween and they refused to let me go out trick-or-treating oh that's the worst it's terrible i sat in my room just fuming and furious throwing a ball up to my ceiling and catching it sure enough it came down and i didn't catch it once and it rolled towards the corner of my room when i flipped over there was what i called the hat man standing in the corner of my room almost like he was facing the wall i shot up and backwards but he had disappeared Years later, while talking to a friend on the phone, I saw him once again, this time outside my window. That is scary by itself, but the fact that my bedroom was on the second floor, with no balcony or landing, was even worse. I slept at a friend's house that night, and it took me days to convince myself myself to go back into my room and sleep. Only one other time did I see him, and that was in a dream. I dreamt he was at the foot of my bed, just standing over me, watching. When I woke up, I saw him reaching for me, but he disappeared as quick as he did the first time. I'm almost 30 now, and I can recall these vividly. This has given me the worst case of chills. I can't believe my incident wasn't isolated, and I don't feel so crazy anymore seeing others being affected by this. Wow. Truly scary. Ooh. So, that's a guy who apparently encountered him three different times. Three different ways. Yeah, I'd be, I'd just get tired of it at that point. Like, you know when things suck, but your fear starts dissipating and you're just like, I'm just over this? Mm-hmm. That's, that, that'd be me. I'm trying to picture the window scene. Do you think he's just floating outside the window, or do you think he's like Spider-Man? <laughs> Spider-Man. I feel like, uh, as far as, as much as it creeped him out, if he's got a second story window and he sees the guy outside of his window, I would assume he's probably pretty close to it. Or maybe his legs, he can grow his legs and he's just got like 20 foot tall legs. Oh yeah, like you, you kind of like, you, well, you do that little side look That's out the side and you just see like his feet going all the way down to the ground. <laughs> um, and there are... It's a shadow, it's endless, alright? Endless possibilities. Yeah. So some of these are going to be a little bit shorter. Um, A lot lot of people upload their stories about this to Reddit. There's a whole Reddit feed on Hatman Encounters. Okay. So that's where the majority is coming from. Uh, From Green Cloud 11. Hatman is trying to get me. I've, I've had experience. I have experienced sleep paralysis and night terrors since I was a kid. Last night I saw the Hatman and I was genuinely frightened this time. I haven't seen him in a while, and it was a scary surprise. Oh man, these are going to be riddled with <laughs> grammar issues. He was in the corner of my room. I saw his hands with long, sharp nails that looked like Freddy Krueger's, but longer. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, he was trying to get me, and I saw him reaching out. As bizarre as it sounds, he was doing it in a joking way. He would hide and then come out of the dark to scare me more. 
He was showing off how scary he can be. When I finally woke up, I was screaming, no, for like 10 seconds. And I couldn't go back to sleep. All night, I felt like this man was there. I'm not sure what to do. Any tips would help. That's a, that's a long time to say no. No. You, you start, and I'm going to tell you when it hits 10 seconds. No. Ten seconds. Oh my god. That's a long that time. <laughs> god, I don't have the I don't have the I need to, I need water. Um So I feel like that guy just maybe just got off a bad watch of uh Friday the thirteenth movie. Right. Maybe just saw Freddy or Krueger maybe a little too drunk, went to sleep and <laughs> dreamt about him. I, I don't yeah. Cause he like he that he didn't even say anything else like having a, like alluding to the hat man kind of characteristics, not the mm-hmm. red eyes or anything like that. I mean, maybe just the fact that he had a hat, but mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger has a hat, and then the nails, or or blades. I guess they're kind of blades for him. But so from Calm Royal three six five five, the Hat Man. So I've only just today found out that the Hat Man is something lots of other people have experienced, which is mind blowing to me. It's when I was around five. Maybe I can't really remember much from childhood, but I just distinctively remember seeing him a lot. Uh, Not necessarily at night either. Most times during the day if I was watching TV or just something that would chase me through the house or just watch in doorways. I can't remember ever seeing his face. Just remember the distinctive features, super tall, dark cloak and the hat. I wonder why he only ever visited me during the day, though. Hmm. I like his description of the darkness, that it was very dark features. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like empty black or anything, but like he, there were features that you could see. They were just extremely dark. Yeah. And I like the daytime aspect of it. Yeah, and it's another one of those ones where like you start getting encounters that are all over the place, and not mm-hmm. necessarily. It's, so it makes it kind of hard to nail down what, but, the, what the M.O. is. Yeah, the M.O. makes sense <laughs> as far as being hard to nail down. But being very varied as far as instances you see it, I don't know. It all it adds a little bit for me because I'm like, okay, so this you can't nail it down as mm. one typical, um, um, like reasonable reason this is happening. Like, oh, it's just sleep paralysis causing it, mm-hmm. which makes it hard for I feel like to take him out of the realm of just like shadow people in general and classify him as anything specifically because mm. we still don't really know what the capabilities of those beings or entities are uh this one okay this one's gonna be this one is long looks good looking good on the grammar here this is gonna be good i feel like if it's look any of these that have bad grammar you have to read them okay as they are (laughs) i'm just going down the line it is our journalistic duty to quote it exactly in all its poor grammar (laughs) that's well yeah i know and we're we're bad about that too (laughs) they're like no i gotta say it right uh there's a lot of these though so from Ominous Cloud 218, this was only nine days ago. Uh, my mom, is that is that a, sh- a hat man's fart? What? An Ominous Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. That's what we. Uh, it's, that's the title for that, and it's when you when you hear it, you know that it's just like the vibes that it gives it's, off that it, he wants to kill you. It's just as dark. It's just as dark. Yeah, but well, <laughs> have you ever seen the ones where? Like the videos where they take the heat sensors to a, to a fart. Nope. Uh, it's the um, 
uh what does it pick up it's like it's like a thermal like a thermal scope uh-huh. and literally it's, it's typically funny because people farting is funny but where like you see it originate in the back of the pants and then you see the cloud like literally come up and out and behind the person then just fade off uh-huh i feel like you would have you'd have to it have to be visible in some way like a dark fart. You, you know <laughs> dark fart at least 10 percent of people including me are going to look this up now. <laughs> oh please please do it's mm-hmm. it's good for a laugh for sure especially when you see people react to it because they, they'll like poke their head back into the cl- <laughs> into the cloud and then just like kind of turn away it's good <laughs> so ominous cloud aka dark fart my, my mom remembers me telling her about the hat man in my bedroom when i was very young here are my experiences it wasn't until somewhat recently that i learned that the hat man is a real thing that many people around the entire world have experienced when i was growing up i used to see him in my room at night very frequently he usually stood in the corner of my room lots of lots of corner lurking Uh, but sometimes he would stand right next to my bed just watching the light through my window would make him visible to me he was always just a dark mass of what looked like a man with a hat wearing what appeared to be a long trench coat sometimes i would notice a giant smile on his face though uh smile on his face although i could never make out any other features so smile this guy can see the red eyes though that'd be even creepier no eyes to it and just a big smile and a dark figure Mm -hmm. I remember so many nights screaming bloody murder when I was probably around age four for my mom and dad uh, when I'd see him. They would always tell me it's my mind playing tricks on me, though. After this happened repeatedly for so long, I truly believed that my mind was playing tricks on me and that I was just seeing things. I could never shake the evil I would feel from his presence, though. When he would come around, I would tell myself I'm just seeing things and then would hide under the blankets all night without being able to sleep out of fear. I'd be too scared to reach my hand out from under the covers to even turn my lamp on. I saw him less and less as I got older, but sometimes he would still show up. It was extremely rare, though, so I was always convinced it wasn't real. I did have dreams about him sometimes, and in my dreams he would usually have a shiny pocket watch. Seeing him frequently as a child, though, was something I almost forgot about and was a distant memory. However, the last time I saw him was about a year or so ago, and he was just standing in my doorway to my bedroom. I sat up in bed, blinked, and he was still there. I stared at him for what felt like a while to see if the shadow would move. I turned my lamp on, and he was gone. I turned my lamp off, and he was standing probably six feet away from where he was, next to my dresser. Gotta love those ones. Because you can picture that. Yeah. That's a 10-second no-screamer right there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if, if you turn the light off and something disappears and then reappears when you... Uh, the, you're the light's never the coming off. Fudge out of there! I'm I'm gone. I'm throwing the light at whatever it is and booking. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I quickly turned my lamp on again, and then kept it on the rest and kept it on the rest of the night so I couldn't see him. This was when I remembered him from when I was a child, and at this point I was convinced that he was an entity of some sort. Some months after this incident, I stumbled upon this subreddit, and to my honor, there are countless other people out there that have experienced the same thing. I called my mom and told her about all the crazy stuff I used to see. uh, That I used to see this hat man and so many other people have too. There we go. Uh, That's when she told me that she remembers me being probably three or four years old, telling her about the scary man in my room that matches the description of the hat man. One thing that was a bit strange to me was that normally dogs will react to spirits or other types of entities 
Uh, my dog is very sensitive, but when he showed up last year, she didn't react in any way. She reacts to every little bo- bit of noise uh, at night, and it's extremely protective, so it was interesting to me how she didn't react or notice him, which is... It's, I'm glad that they threw that in there, because that's... Uh, I know that that's something that's been kind of portrayed of dogs being able to kind of sense stuff that we can't or something. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, now that I know he is an actual thing, I really hope to never see him again. But at the same time, I'm so intrigued. I have so many questions and I want to know what he wanted with me or any of us and why he would just stand there watching. Also, what's with the pocket watch and his menacing smile he would sometimes flash? Interesting. Yeah. Another guy with the pocket watch. Okay, so now that's a that's a that's a handful. There's a couple with that. Yeah. I have the pocket watch now. I wonder, is it like how much time he's got left to be there? Is it how much time you have left? Yeah. Right. Is it? Hmm. Has I mean? Or if we're talking aliens, because we still have to keep that on the table. Mm-hmm. Is it like not a pocket watch, but it looks like one, but it, some of their technology? Yeah, I'm wondering. Like they put on like a. They, they do go through like a phase shift of something like makes them super old timey or and then they got a pocket watch gold pocket watch on a chain but it's way cooler if it's like something to do like with time because then it adds to the ominous mm-hmm. time's running out for either him or you or something either way you don't want to be affiliated from sword mage trainee this was god these a lot of these are really recent apparently too. you need a lot more training yeah. You know what? I'll listen to your story first. Maybe you kicked it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so this was 10 days ago. Um, what, 10 days ago from today? From today. From the, from the, the, the 13th one, of May, 2021? Yeah. The wow. one that I read you last about the kid talking about, like, or the guy talking about all the stuff as a kid was nine days ago. Wow. So, yeah, people are active on this. Oh, yeah, people are responding to it. What did his voice sound like? Oh, God. Okay, we got it. Okay, let me read this. I think I just saw the hat man for the first time. Hey all, today, first time finding this sub, and my first time hearing about the hat man, I'll just get right to it. Last night I was sleeping deeply. How do you know? <laughs> I felt good when I woke up. I was sleeping deeply and dreaming of a place I'd never seen before. It seemed like one of those old Victorian-style boarding schools. The dream itself isn't important because I suddenly found myself pulled from my dream and in my bed. I saw a figure in a long trench coat and hat, and in his hand was a glowing orange vial of some mysterious liquid. He asked me some questions, and as a fan of occult studies, you're not going to react to that any any kind of way positively. I'm sorry. But I'm going to... Okay, I continue. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I tried my best to not answer them honestly. I tried my best to not answer them honestly. For those who are unfamiliar, the idea is that if a being knows your true name, they have control over you. You didn't say that that's what he asked you, though, bro. Come on. <laughs> uh, I broke free of the paralysis after what seemed like an hour. You didn't, man, you're leaving a lot of stuff out. I'm mad now because this could have been a really good story. <laughs> Sorry. Um, he doesn't need more training. He needs, he needs, he needed to put a little bit more time into this. <laughs> um. I broke free of the paralysis after what seemed like an hour, only to be stuck again when I fell, fell back asleep. This time he was at my back. It felt like he was leaned over me, whispering in my ear. I haven't experienced sleep paralysis for about four years or so, and I've never once had a shadowy figure carry something with them or even talk directly to me before. I don't even feel rested despite my seven hours of sleep now. I was going to say, you said you were sleeping deeply, man. 
I am confused as to what happened and just felt like sharing the story, especially now that I see other people have seen the same figure. What a day. First people question were first people question were asking. First question people were asking was what did the voice sound like? <laughs> oh, he responded too. We're going to we're going on this. It was very strange. It was less like someone was talking with me and more like I was thinking in a different voice. Cool. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. A little more credence there. Mhm. It was like a really weird reverb audio filter. I'm not really sure how else to describe it. I mean, you did it very Never mind. We're just going to keep critiquing this person. I'm going to stop. He keeps doing stuff justice and then like kind of give, give me more. Um, sir, and the, oh, this is cool. Man, he's he is an active responder to the people that ask him questions too. And then we go into the classic, are you doing this for attention or are you doing this yeah. to <clears throat> convey your true story? Right. Let's see how long this one is. Orange vial, though, of liquid. That's the first time, yeah. First first occurrence of that popping up. I feel like we're going to probably hear a lot first of first we've heard Reddit. of them speaking. That too, yeah. This guy is... Um, he, he, the, only, the only thing that feels really similar as well, I mean, the sleep paralysis thing, but also he was apparently wearing the same kind of attire. Right. But maybe he mistook an orange vial for a gold pocket watch. Maybe something shiny in that regard. I mean, I feel like that'd be hard to do. Yeah. And could this be something different altogether? Yeah, right? And not the hat man. Yeah. Or maybe somebody went through the phase the wrong way as the alien and then showed up with... Oh, I wasn't wasn't supposed to have the vial. (laughs) Maybe the vial is how how they get the dark. Well, but he he didn't say that he was colored. Hmm. No. Yeah. I I know I have so many more questions now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You left me with questions, friend. Uh, okay. Do we want to do one more? Yeah, let's do one more. Let's do one more call today. Okay. So from Tumbleweed Moment, this was 12 days ago. Finally, a place I can tell my story. This is what happened. I was playing on a football field with three friends, and when we were done, we walked away from the field. When we were walking, when we were walking back, uh, I looked in front of me and I saw a long... <sighs> oh, I can't say that. Uh, I looked in front of me and I saw a long black man with a hat standing in front of me. Shadowy. I think he means shadowy man. Uh, I looked up to my friends and said, hey, there is someone standing there. And when I looked up, it was gone. So I said, never mind. A couple of seconds later, they asked what I said. They were talking and on their phone. I said, oh, I thought I saw someone. Didn't, didn't Didn't really thought about it anymore. So I sure didn't thought about it. So we walked away. So we walked away, and me, f- and me, and my friend took uh, took let's say route A to leave the field, and my other two friends took route B. Uh, one of my friends was freaked out because when he was walking route B, he also saw the same figure, and he tried staying it. He tried saying it to his friend who was with him, but he was playing a game on his phone. When he got back, or when we got back to each other, he told me what happened. I asked him what it had looked, what it looked like. He was describing the same thing I saw. Um, I was like, "Do you remember when when I said I thought I saw someone?" He was like, "Yeah, I, I said it was the same thing you saw." Uh, we were both very confused and still talk about it. I still don't understand what happened that day. Uh. Okay, now now I don't know how accurate that whole day thing is because we were sixteen year old, sixteen years old, and the field is right behind my house. 
I can look at the window and see where it happened. It's a 30-second walk. I remember it so clearly. Never saw him again. How were you? Were you 16 12 days ago? <laughs> the timing. I think I'm I'm chalking this up to pervert. Per, uh, pervert, pervert in the field. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's a classic case of pervert in the field. <laughs> classic case. <laughs> you know, he's high, he's he's chilling around the schools. I mean, hat, <laughs> trench coat. Oh god. High school. Shadow cat. shadow penis. <laughs> what do you think? Do I do I do I bleep penis? Do you, I don't even. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's better than dick, right? I don't. Well, I know. I guess actually, now I feel like dick is less offensive than penis is. I, now, now can we just say as many words? I'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll just tag it as explicit and leave it be. Oh, <laughs> give there, a trigger warning in the beginning. Please, <laughs> I, and I know that. Okay, so context is bad, but uh, for the name of this episode, nothing having to do with penis. But can you please uh, include some sort of dark fart kind of thing, like <laughs> the ominous fart? The ominous fart, yeah. <laughs> Hat man and the ominous fart. Oh my god, ominous, ominous wind. cloud, ominous, ominous cloud. cloud, ominous cloud, dark fart, aka dark fart. <laughs> oh man so that is uh some background that okay. is some uh, some kind of cultural context that is some eyewitness accounts and I'm going yeah. demon yeah solid demon you're going demon classic uh i feel like that was like maybe one of the most original takes on it too because originally it was um although i feel like depending on the era that it came about because i feel i don't know i don't want to say that i feel like less people are religious in general today then i think like, that, well uh, more household studies studies in on at least on america i've heard has have said that right that, I, mean, I, I mean i feel mm-hmm. like that's maybe the way more, are more going, people but. identify as being spiritual and not religious mm-hmm. whereas a high percentage of Americans still say that they do think there are things like a higher power. Yeah. But they keep it vague and they're not, there's less people that are nailing it down. That's me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like there was, depending on the time it was coming from the con, like there's a, there's less stuff to kind of base it off of because, you know, if it's the 80s or 90s, you're only just getting a couple of these instances so mm-hmm. far as opposed to, you know, the internet just, you're, they're all readily available for you. Um, and then there's only so many things that you can try to pin it on at that point. You know, if you're not into the UFOs, then you're going to go another route with it. and Which we didn't talk about very much, but I know other dimension, parallel universe theories mm-hmm. also linked to it uh, and then there's like i guess you call them ultra terrestrials i think is the term where huh. it's like people living it's living beings living kind of alongside us but on a different plane mm-hmm. um almost like a watchman kind of kind of situation yeah um yeah, I'm still I'm still going demon. Funny that you say Watchmen though, because he does carry a watch and he does watch a lot of people. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, if I had to if I had to nail it down, do you, well before you, I think it's I happening. Know. I think it's a thing. Do you even think it's happening, or do you think it's I, mind tricks? I'm more on board when you get these shared experiences, mm-hmm. ones from people coming from a bunch of different walks of life. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, and that have 
really, really, really similar experiences. Especially seeing a specific form of a specific guy, apparently, with a hat and, you know, the variables being how much of his face you can see or what he's carrying at any given moment. Mm. But it definitely lends credence to it, I feel like. Um, As to what it is, though, that is, uh, you know, obviously the hard part. I... (sighs) It's hard for me not to, I don't, it's still kind of hard to like classify what people were calling the stuff that they would see during the sleep paralysis stages. I mean, I guess again, shadow people. So I, I get, that's a, that's a good banner for it to be under, but, uh, demonic presence, maybe ghost, uh, doesn't, doesn't really fit the, I feel like it has too much of a purpose to be a ghost. Yeah. Or vice versa, because ghosts, depending on the the portrayal of them, are very intentional about what they're trying to achieve. Right, but they all have their own unique one. Yeah. Whereas this one, it's kind of the same mo for multiple people. Mm-hmm. In the same, yeah, in the same, because typically, like if you hear a ghost story, it's somebody that you know the person may have known or or, or not, but uh, they have their are, own. Like each ghost has their own individual. Each ghost story. Each ghost in that story has their own individual agenda. Yeah, and you don't typically hear too many ghost stories of, like, as opposed to maybe a specific location, people seeing the same sort of thing or occurrence, as opposed to multiple people seeing ghosts or, you know, whatever the case is, and then them having a shared kind of experience or... um, It's the same ghost description. Yeah. Other than, like, the typical, like, white lady. Mm Mm-hmm. Not white yeah, no, lady, really lady common. in white. Yeah, um. white lady, white lady, long black man. Okay. <laughs> uh. Um. So, shadow figure, but I, I do like I do like the alien one. It's fun. Aliens one. Alien it's one. fun. It's it fun. is fun. That's always fun, though. We always, I, I, want to, we always want to blame stuff on aliens, but I feel like it's because it's the least threatening of the options. I know, right? Which is weird for us to think too, but. Um, I guess it's always more fun to think about the possibility of other stuff, you know, in that regard, as opposed to, uh, say, a demonic presence. There's at least a chance it's not malicious, whereas the demon is what it is. Yeah, so it's out the window. Yeah. So maybe, you know, maybe even like a devil in disguise kind of thing. Maybe not even just... That was, yeah, I kind of like that. I mean, I don't like that, but... (laughs) Yeah, but I like, you know, I like that for the cause. Uh, so yeah, I'm in between. I'm in between those two, I would say. Shadow person in general, but maybe a demonic presence, for sure. Which is not hard for me to say, but, uh, it's been, there's been a lot of, besides like, pol- well, but poltergeists aren't even... Well, I mean, I th- I think it can be, I think it's fair for you to feel it's hard to say. I was going to ask you for, you, for you to lean it toward that, you would have to then believe in the possibility of that being a thing to start with yeah which i definitely do like i again i believe in a, in a higher power and um and of course you know typically where there's a there's a high there's a low so if that's the case then <coughs> or balance whatever you want to call it um that there's probably there well there's, there's definitely something worse out there too and if you want to uh 
how much it you know impacts an individual is that's where I get it's a little beyond me. But uh, if it's its own entity doing its own thing with its own agenda, mm-hmm. it makes it a little easier for me to be like, oh, I don't know where that thing is from, but it's definitely not from here and not a good place. Right. So right, yeah, cool. So yeah, yeah, the Hat Man, the Hat Man, and I think I don't think this totally encompasses shadow people i think we can still have a one for themselves yeah but it was it's fun Mm -hmm. and i like how distinguishing it is yeah from just the general generality of shadow people and and i do i definitely do love having these occasions where i mean obviously it's not a positive experience but where that's Again, it's a shared thing amongst so many different walks of life. It always makes it, it, it gives it more, more credence. Yeah. It's just like anything that's happening in places where there, there's, there could be no cultural um, like spreading mm-hmm. of it. Like how in the ancient times you've got pyramids popping up everywhere. It's just like, oh, okay. Well, that's interesting that people on different com- continents with no communication thought the same thing. Yeah. You know, it could be a case of just like, oh, this was the best way to do it. But it's just interesting when that shared idea mm-hmm. comes up anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you may, might not have had any context to it beforehand, and then you see that people all, well, pretty much all over the world are seeing the same thing you are. Right. That'd be crazy. And so. then you kind of get an idea of like shared fears. <clears throat> Yeah, and like what we are as people are naturally afraid of, mm-hmm. which I mean, it's still a lot of that's going to come from like the well, I guess the stem of. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're not psychologists, but I, I know that a lot, again a lot of fight or flight and kind of goes stems out from there, right? But yeah, nice. Well, that's fun. If you guys have any hat man or shadow people stories of your yes. own. You, you sleep paralysis we can we can put in the same kind of avenue too like any any sort of really any kind of paranormal or supernatural because that's the one we always forget or supernatural happening please hit me up at the instagram creepy campfire podcast uh you can hit us up uh we're not on anchor yet nope but we if we are not by the time this comes out we'll be transitioning to anchor um, but you can email us at creepycampfirepodcast at gmail.com. But the preferred way, because we would love to hear your beautiful voices, is call us at 916-359-9446 and leave a voicemail about what happened. Yep. Um, you That does have a three-minute maximum. Uh, but if that voicemail cuts you off, you call back. You keep that story going. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it takes six voicemails. We want to hear what happened. Yeah. Give us a call. Leave it for us. Leave us a way to um, maybe to reach out to you to, to um, depending on how like you maybe want to share it or if you want to share it at all or if you just if it's just for us for fun. Uh, however you however you want us to however you want it to be represented definitely include as well. Yeah, absolutely. So please reach out. I think that does it for this time. I have no idea what I'm coming up with next, but it's going to be fun. Yeah. But until next time, everybody, stay, stay toasty. toasty.